Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm here, Matthew, and today talking about our 3-0 win in the Premier League at home against Leicester City. First point I want to make, there is, um, I'm your host Matthew by the way, um, there is different manners of which you can win football games. This was, uh, the the way I would describe this one, this was a beautiful way to win a football game. Um, there was just like, final whistle went and that there's just a very, very good feeling around Manchester United and this team at the moment. Of course, that can change. Hopefully, it doesn't. But it was. It's just so nice to be fe- feeling this positive about the team today after this win, and you know, seeing smiles from different, as I say, characters from different uh, players, from the manager, the control that we gained. In this game, because we didn't start with much control in this game, and we did have to fight for the possession back and that kind of thing. But it's that there's like yeah, there's different types of ways to win football games. You can have like really really close games. You can have games where you um, get completely dominated and then you snatch a goal at the end. And there's games like this where you you take back control in the game. Because first like yeah, first ten twenty minutes. Leicester had control of the game, but we won it back. Um, big, big uh, congratulations and shout out to Marcus Rashford. This is now his highest scoring season. I believe it's 25 goals, they said, because it was 24, I think, when he got his first goal today. Um, massive, massive credit to Rashford, you know. Um, got to the summer of last season. He had, was it his worst scoring season? I think it was like five goals or something very, very small. Was completely down and out, you know, no confidence, no sort of like body confidence, and you know, he he was just at, at his lowest point as a, as a footballer. Um, it's very very interesting if you look, because t- to me, I wouldn't put Sancho in the same specific category, but if you look at if you look at Wambasaka, Sancho, and Rashford. And okay, Sancho's got a little bit of work to do, but you know he he scored today and he's 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 on his way back. A lot of fans last season would look at Wambasaka and Rashford particularly and be like, just get rid of them, they're done. But and I don't know what it is that Ten Hag has done to Wambasaka and 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 Rashford, uh, particularly with Rashford, but it's worked. Whatever training program or whatever, like change of diet or, you know, different exercise routine. I don't know. Some sort of different training program. It's worked absolute wonders um, for both of them. I, I think they've really come roaring back and especially in this game. There's a pass exchange in this match as well, uh, which was on the right hand side between Sancho and Wambasaka. One absolutely beautiful bit of football to watch as well because there's a difference between okay, you got enough goals to get over the line to win the game, but played averagely. And then there's games like this where like because I I do find I mean people would say that there's beauty in things like art and drawing, and I I agree with that. To me, that's one of the main points of like art and going to you know. Um, art museums and things because you go to look at something and like the the beauty of a picture you know um there is i think there is a certain not i I don't know if it's artistic beauty but like 
the way the way a ball can be passed around and the way a player can like take control of a football can be genuinely really beautiful to watch and that that's um I mean we've played very very good football this season for, for large chunks there's been some parts where we haven't played so much good football but um there's a difference between like okay you're playing really well you're knocking the ball out around well and then making it actually look amazing and um yeah it was it was just again I, I know I said beautiful about 20 times already but it was just beautiful to watch it was such a great win um some little concerns here and there possibly but still this was uh yeah this was amazing um the point is now like in terms of where we go from here and that type of stuff obviously we've got to win the cup final next sunday got to beat barcelona we have we just have to keep winning games um because the mentality the energy the desire the actual quality of this team has significantly changed and in terms of where we expected like okay what well, you know there was a bit of a change from like August to September, that first kind of month or so when Ten Hag had to kind of stabilise the ship, right? Because for me, it was like, okay, he's the manager that I wanted um, for different reasons I've described before. But okay, what what was what was what were we looking at for his goal for this season? We we didn't expect any trophies. We haven't won any yet, but hopefully we do next week. Um, to I, I would say to stabilise the ship, sort out the mentality of this team, play some decent football and get top four with no trophies. I think that was like the bare minimum requirement. And look, we haven't officially achieved... Well, well no, nobody has officially achieved anything yet. No, nobody's won anything. Nobody's been relegated. Nobody's, you know, th there's, things haven't finished yet. So no, nobody's actually achieved anything technically yet. Um, But yeah, it it's looking like we're ahead of schedule. And that could change. Hopefully it doesn't. I don't think it will. I think there's there's definitely just a difference in this team. And look, we could lose to Barcelona. Who knows? Hopefully we beat them. Um, and there could be a game in like two weeks or so where we lose 2-0 or we lose 1-0 and I'm you know, down about things. And it's, it's, it's easy to kind of have that happen in football. Um, but at the moment, things are uh, really, really looking good. Um, that's my kind of overall thoughts. I guess my overall thoughts kind of on the, on, on the season, how I think how this game particularly reflects the progress of this season. Uh, and we still got players out like Casemiro didn't even play today. No, Anthony, no, um, Van der Beek. There was a few other players that were, that were out and that were missing. Ericsson wasn't here. Um, you know, a few, uh, Martial, a few different players. Um, and we still managed to get a comfortable win. Credit to Leicester. I thought Leicester did do a very good job against us, just not good enough of a job against us. So, um, all right, see if I can actually remember these goals, because uh, that's that's my kind of um, summary thoughts. Let's get into the actual summary recap of the game. Because um, there's other things I want to say about other players, but I'll do it as I um, go through the goals and the summary and stuff and uh, when I get into player ratings. The only other thing I want to say before I get into summary... I think Tenar got this perfectly today. I think this was a perfect managerial game. Um, not a perfect performance, an extremely good performance and a beautiful performance, but not perfect. But in terms of Tenar's decisions and things like that, I think he got it spot on. I think he absolutely got it bang on uh, with with the, the options that he's got at his disposal. Um, so first goal, Marcus Rashford, 25 minutes in. Um, as I said, first like 10, 20 minutes or so, we weren't really in control of the game. We gained control of it. 
Um, Bruno Fernandes was a, with a with a beautiful pass. Um, the hero ball can work for, for for the first time in a long, long time. I mean, he's clearly been practicing that outside of the boot pass because he was doing that a lot today, and it seemed sort of positionally where Bruno was at times. He couldn't always do the sort of inside foot, like right foot pass because the angle wasn't quite on. So he's clearly been working on that. I don't know what Bruno's left foot is like. It's pretty good, I suppose. Um, but no, clearly been working on that. Ball's just basically played through to Rashford. He goes through on goal. Um, he could have messed it up. He didn't. And he scores a, a goal. These are the types of goals that Rashford scores. Um, I think the team is definitely more used to doing these types of goals than the sort of like Vergost and we need to talk about Vergost in a minute as well. Um I I, I have a positive spin on Vergost's performance today to, to talk about later, but we'll do that later. But a, a great goal. Um Rashford's not tightly marked, that's not our fault, that's Leicester's fault. Um Rashford got himself into a good position, into a good bit of space. Lovely pass from Bruno. Um and uh, it's a very, very good goal. It's quite quite a simple one, but uh, it's a good bit of pass and move from different people on that. So, very, very good goal. And that is 1-0. Uh, that was pretty much it for the first half. Uh, second half, substitution. Sancho on for Ganacho. I agreed with this one. I wonder, and this is a rotational thing. This isn't a knock against Ganacho, but a rotational thing. And we have to remember Ganacho is still young. He's, what, 19, 18 or something? Um... I think we should start starting Sancho in a couple more games and using Garnacho off the bench for a couple of games. Of course, if it's a case where Sancho has a bad game in some point in the future, Garnacho comes on and scores a goal or plays really well, maybe you switch those two things around. But options is the is the good thing, options is the important thing there. Um, it's good that we're not in a situation where we, you know, Garnacho is not having the greatest of sort of games. And you think, oh, who are we going to bring on? You know, there's, there's options there. At least you could move Rashford left. You could do whatever. You could uh, put Sancho there. Um, but, of course, he decided to put Sancho on. So I agree with this. this. This is the sub that I would have done at about the time it was done as well. He, he Tenar gave Ganacho the half. Because he could have subbed him off at, like, 30 minutes or so. But he chose to, uh, to give him the half. Um, he didn't manage to get into the game. He was subbed off for Sancho. And I think that was a very good decision. Um, then we scored another goal. Um, Fred, Fred, such a. <laughs> I, I I go through we we go through emotions. I think as a United fan base, just watching Fred operate <laughs> as a footballer. Um, he's a fascinating player to talk about. He really, really is. E- even in games where he's dropped an absolute like zero out of ten, he's still interesting player to talk about. Uh, Fred with the odd, like, really good through ball. Although he did one of these for the... Was it for the Barcelona goal that uh, Rashford scored? Um, it's almost like the same type of goal. Played through to Rashford. Um, and again, just runs through on goal and scores. No one can catch him. No one can catch him, which is uh, very interesting. I think this was the one that was, yeah, that was contested for offside. I initially thought it was offside, but angles and lines and stuff. Because um, they were thinking the, the player that was next to Rashford... He was offside against him, but there's actually a defender in the middle who was um, slightly ahead of Rashford. Um, it did kind of ruin the moment. Like VAR can ruin the moment at times. I was like, "Yes, it's a goal," and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and then it's like, "Oh, got 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 to stop for a minute and just just double check." Um, it, it is true what they say about you know VAR kind of um, pausing your 
emotion in the, you're in the moment um emotion of celebrating the goal it is really frustrating and that kind of happened here which was annoying but it was still a really good goal um yeah good bit of like uh i think sabitza was involved with this as well i think and then fred just uh through ball these two goals look very very easy to score but it's all about sort of positioning and uh passing making the right passes and that type of stuff so good goal uh then they made some subs tillemans was brought on i think he's leaving leicester in the summer um and then Salmir was subbed on don't know much to say about them then a substitution which i can't it makes sense and i can't really moan about it because i don't know what else you would have done uh mctominay on for fred again you have to look at you know okay he wants to take fred off i wanted to as well at that point who do you bring on there's no casemiro there's no um ericsson there's no van der beek um we have what we have for midfield options. And, okay, uh, Kobe Menu was, was subbed on later, which is a good option. But what else is Ten Hag to do? Okay, as a fan base, we don't really get on with McTominay. We don't really like McTominay that much. I used to, but then he uh, went into the form he's in now. Um, I thought McTominay had a half-decent game. I don't think he was terrible. But uh, in terms of options, I mean, you know... What else did we expect Ten Hag to do in this situation? The, the options were limited at that point. So that was that. But I don't, I don't, I'm not like moaning about that at all. I know it's sort of like, oh, McTominay's coming on. Or like, oh, Maguire's coming on. Sometimes it's just the option that's just available. So there we go. Then Sancho scored this goal. This was a truly, I know I said beautiful a lot of times. This was a beautiful goal to watch. Because the first two goals, great. You know, pass through to Rashford. It's his sort of like signature kind of thing. This was a proper like team pass and move composed goal, and I I, I loved what there, there's certain goals in football you just love watching the construction of a goal. Sometimes it's like oh player ran through bang scored a goal yes that's really great. There's other times where like I don't know that the, the pass and the movement and the, the composure from from Sancho. I really like Sancho's types of goals as well. I've, I I think I spoke about it. When he scored the other day. Who did he score against the other day? Was it Leeds I think he scored against? Yeah. Either the 2-2 or the 2-0. One of those two games. Uh, I don't think it was a Barcelona game was it? Because Rashford scored. And then there was a known goal. Yeah. Sancho's just like. The the way. I love Sancho as a footballer. Um, And he's an interesting type of winger. Because usually you think winger. Okay somebody that runs up and down the wing. Sancho's not got pace. Sancho doesn't like. He runs with the ball, but he's not a Rashford type of player where he's direct and stuff. What Rash, what Sancho likes to do is bit of movement, bit of pass and move. Okay, maybe take on a player here or there, a lot of pass and move, but composure and control. That's sort of like Sancho offers something different to Rashford, which is a a really good thing. Um, but no, very good play from Bruno in this in in this goal. I can't remember who passed to Sancho first. I think it was Sabitzer. Pass it, it makes the goal look easy, but it's the composure and it's the confidence and it's the um just the nature of the goal. Sancho gets the ball, takes a moment. I thought he was going to shoot at one point. Takes a moment, passes out to Bruno, makes that run. If Sancho doesn't make that run into the into the box, um the goal possibly doesn't happen. Makes the run in, defender doesn't track him. Lovely pass back in from Bruno, and then a left footed finish. It was just so. Just so cool, calm and collected. This reminded me a little bit of the Liverpool goal that he scored in the third game of the season. Um, but lovely. I, I love watching Sancho score goals. It's just uh, that he, he's got, he does this thing and he should have done it in a later chance as well. He Sancho does this thing where he kind of like, 
Um, he'll go to shoot. He'll tell a de- he'll be able to tell the defenders about to tackle him. He'll sort of almost put his foot on the ball, move to the side a little bit, like all calmly, and then he'll just tuck the ball away in the corner. Um, it's it's so good to watch. But that was three 0 Then uh, Alanga on to Rashford, and Wambasaka on for Luke Shaw. Um, yep. Makes sense to me. Um, I don't really have any problems. I mean, I would have maybe liked to have seen Palestri, possibly, or somebody else. Um, but Alanga getting a chance was, was fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think this was one of them... I don't think this was one of them things where it's like, oh, Rashford's out of form, let's take him off. I think this was, Rashford's done his job today. Let's, like, let's not risk him for the rest of the game. Because anything can happen in the last, you know half an hour of the game and it was sort of okay let's just you know there's no need for him to be on this pitch anymore and he's an important player to protect so let's just sub him off and 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 give somebody else a bit of a run out so I agree with that uh then one Basakron for Luke Shaw I think Shaw got a little bit of a knock at a certain point didn't he uh because the low was switched to left back I think he's played there a couple of times and uh one Basaka obviously moving to, to right back w- what a game one Basaka had as well um, again, that little like pass and move exchange from Sancho was ridiculous. That was so good. Um, but yeah, that was that was lovely as well. Um, and then they made a couple of subs. <clears throat> and then uh, Kobe Mainu, I think is how you say his name, on for Sabitza. Um, yeah, makes sense. Um, just a late kind of... Uh, um, I, I, I actually think what's going on here with this sub is just, hey, we're clearly very comfortably in control of this game. Okay, there's still 20 minutes left, but we're very much in control of this game. Let's give a youth player a run out. You know, Mainu's been breaking his way into the first team. I think he looks alright from what we've seen. We've not seen a ton of him, but I've been relatively impressed by him so far. Um, and just hey, you know, let's just let's give some way for uh, some youth players. I, I like seeing youth players get a run out. It's what you kind of have to do, really. So good to see that as well. So very very happy with all this. Anyways, take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll get into player ratings. See you in a minute. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. 
back to the show. Alright, let's get into player ratings. Uh, my man of the match, with a 10 out of 10, is one Marcus Rashford. Um, statistically, his best season ever so far in his career. Um, now scored 25, I think it's 25 goals in all competitions, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, he's just, uh, what a stark difference with the season he's having. I know I talked about him at the start of the podcast, but, um, yeah, just, just, yeah, he, he, I don't need to really even comment anymore on Rashford's performance because it speaks for itself. So I don't know what more I can add, but wonderful performance, two very well taken goals. Um, so yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so 10 out of 10 for Rushford. Let's go back to David De Gea. A um, couple of really, really great saves in this game. Um, I see no reason to not give De Gea a 10. Didn't make any mistakes. Didn't let any goals in. And a couple of very good saves as well. Uh, Diego Delo, um, I thought I had a pretty good game for the most part. Um, how did he miss? I can't remember if it was the first half or the second half. I think it was later on in the first half. There's a wonderful exchange between him and Bruno in this game. Um, I think he sort of like they they did like a bit of a pass and move, and the lows like right in front of the goal. It amazes me how often because I watch like highlights of obviously you know all the other teams in the Premier League. It amazes me how often, like I don't know how many of you listening have stood in front of an eleven-a-side goal, and I'm not the tallest nor the shortest person. I'm pretty sort of like average height. The the goal is very very big. That goal is very, very big. I get that if you're like, you know, seven foot or something, um, it will look smaller because you'll be taller than what I am. I don't understand how professional footballers miss the goal so often or how like, you've. Got, I don't know how thick the crossbar is, but you manage to hit the metal thing on the, on the, on the outside of it um, rather than the great big net. Um, I, I, I don't know how Delo missed that chance. It, 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 it's funny if you look back on it now, obviously, if we'd like drawn this game, you might have looked back on that and thought, oh, if Delo scored that, we would have won the game or whatever, but it, it's irrelevant now. But how did he, he did get a touch on it as well. Um, I just don't understand how he missed from there, but I'll, I'll give him a, uh, I'll give him a nine. I thought it was still a very, very good game. Uh, Lindelof, I'll give him a nine as well. Um, I used to, I've talked a lot about Lindelof on this podcast, um, one of his best games, possibly, in in the United shirt today. Um, I saw some questions being posed today as to, okay, he's playing next to Martinez in this game, and centre-back partnerships are a very, very important thing for defenders. Was Maguire just holding him back for two years? I, I still individually don't think Lindelof's a fantastic footballer. He'll now and again have a very good game. Um, like, if you'd ask me personally, I'd still replace him I, I still would if you want to get back to the top of the top you know I would still replace him but not to take anything away from his performance today um I thought he was very very good I'm gonna give him a nine as well Martinez um same score I'll give him a nine I don't know why I'm not giving tens for these really but um yeah, I'll give a nine for uh Martinez uh again just another brilliant game uh, uh, some of these performances today i don't really need to specifically comment on because we all saw what they did today sure um i would give him an eight um first half out of position a fair bit of time um yeah a bit a bit of an odd sort of defensive game from from sure and i don't know whether it was he decided to do something in the first half or tenog told him to but he was almost playing on like the right midfield 
at one point. I know that there's a, such a thing as inverted wingers, but that's like that's that's like the next stage of of being an inverted winger. Um, but I still thought Shaw had a good game. It was just that there were certain defensive moments where I thought he could have definitely done better. So I'll give him an eight. I I don't know what to give Fred. I don't know. Because he still made some awful, awful passes today. And gave the ball away so much. But he also played really, really well. He had like a really half and half sort of game. And he did get an assist for Rashford. So I think an average six is just, you know, a, a very odd middle. He's such a, he's such a, I don't want to say weird. Weird's not the right word. He's such a fascinating player, Fred. Because he can do some of the best things you've ever seen. And then just inexplicably, unexplainably give the ball away in like the worst situations possible. Um, yeah, he's 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 uh, wonderfully strange, Fred. Uh, but I think a six makes sense. Um, but I was sort of watching this game, and you know, th- there's moments where Fred's made a really bad pass, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm giving you a zero. That was horrible. And then he gets an assist. And I'm like, okay, I can't give you a zero now. And then he makes some other really good passes, and I'm like, okay. Can't give you a zero still, but I can't really give you a ten because you're still horrible in this game at at points. So, yeah, strange, strange situation. Uh, Sabitza, I really, really liked him in this game. Um, a few odd misplaced passes here and there, um, but I thought Sabitza had a fantastic game. I'll give him a nine, I think. Uh, Rashford already talked about him. Bruno Fernandez, very, very happy with Bruno Fernandez today. One of his Hollywood-ish hero passes actually worked today and it made me very happy which is I that's what I would describe the uh it was kind of half of a hero ball that he usually does um but yeah in in a different position on the right hand side he's played there a couple of times this season but um I thought Bruno was really really good today um it's like I said before if he has like an actual good game of football and he cuts down on the hero ball he actually can show you what he's really really good at and he is generally a really, really good footballer. And he's like got a high work rate and all that kind of stuff, which is important. Um, I think I'll give him a 10. Yeah, I think I'm going to give Bruno a 10 today, which is which is unusual. But uh, he cut out the thing that makes him perform worse, which is which is good. Or did the one of those things, but it actually worked in this situation. Gonacho, um probably our worst player today unfortunately um it's not going to work out every time he is still very young he is still developing he will come up with goals though um he did try which was good defensively really really just i don't know what was what was sort of going on there um i think i'll give him a five i think i'll give him a five it just just wasn't quite his day i don't think today vegost let's talk about vegost i think this guy's a midfielder yeah. Uh missed all of his chances today. Can't score. <laughs> but he I, I was watching him in this game today and I was obviously been watching him recently. And I was thinking you he functions a bit like the same way that Fellaini used to. Fellaini not the best footballer in the world, you know, his actual ability on the ball not the greatest. But one of those types of like big players, big tall players that will annoy the opposition, get stuck in and just cause problems. So I, it's funny that because technically we, we did loan him to replace Ronaldo. He's not Ronaldo's official replacement. I'm sure we will sign a striker in the summer. 
But I think I think Vegos is a midfielder. And in, in the attack, he's not really that great. But in midfield, in terms of just getting stuck in, winning the ball and just passing it to somebody creative, which is sort of what Fellaini used to do. Fellaini, I think, was a very underappreciated player. Um, got a bit more speed than what I expected at points, but I think if you're the opposition player on the ball and you see this great big guy running over towards you and he's about to tackle you, it's going to, like cause problems and that that's what Fellaini used to do so he's more kind of like a Fellaini replacement than, than a Ronaldo replacement because um, I remember saying before with his first goal that he's like a poacher type striker which he's sort of is supposed to be that but I don't know I think this I'm not saying like playing next to Casemiro I don't think that would really work I think you do have to play him where he is playing which is sort of in the 10 role just focus on defensive work. It's 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 very interesting to watch him operate today because in terms of his actual attempts on goal, horrible. His work rate, his midfield work, which is not what he is, um, really really good. So, uh, um, I I'm, I'm going to give him a nine. I'm not going to give him a ten because he did miss a load of chances, but he did do the job that. Like, in terms of his work rate and closing down and causing problems, he's very, very good at that. So, yeah. Anyway, that's all of the team. Uh, let's go to the substitutes bench. Let's tell you who was on the bench. Alanga, Heaton, Kobe Meunu, uh, Malasia, McTominay, Palestri, Sancho, Varane, and Wan-Bissaka. Uh, Langer came on, thought he did all right. Uh, Kobe Meunu almost scored on a couple of occasions. Uh, good to see him getting another run out. Uh, I don't have anything to say about Tobele. He was fine. Sancho came on, scored a goal, played really, really well. And Wambasaka came on and scored. And uh, no, he didn't score, did he? Um, he came on and played very, very well as well. So, uh, yeah, standout substitutes obviously going to be, I would say, Sancho, Wambasaka, and uh, Kobe Monu, just for uh, get, getting involved in that sort of stuff. Injuries list, uh, Anthony, Casemiro, Eriksen, um Martial and Van der Beek. So, yeah, still doing incredibly well without all those very, very important players. Um, that's it for today's game. Yeah, very, very good one. Very, very happy with how this went. Um, and we, you know, three points. Not just this, this wasn't just a three points game. This was a sort of we dominated, played really beautiful football, scored some very good goals that I was impressed with. T- manager made some excellent decisions that I agreed with pretty much, yeah, all of them basically. Um, and yeah, it went very, very well. Can't happen every single game, unfortunately. But um, we move on. We move on indeed. Uh, two big games coming up, of course. Uh, Thursday, the second leg against Barcelona. It is essentially nil-nil. Um, going into that game because obviously it's two-two on aggregate, but away goals don't mean anything anymore. We take them to Old Trafford. Um, and hopefully we'll, we we only need to win that goal by game by one goal to nil. But uh, it's essentially nil-nil. Um, and we'll see how the team gets on. And of course, next weekend, roughly at this time, um, cup final, a cup final for Manchester United. The first one since our 2021 Europa League final, where we lost to Villarreal. That game still hurts. Um, you know, we should have won that game, I think. Lost it on penalties, which is not the way to go. Newcastle in the cup final. I think Nick Pope got sent off um, yesterday, so is isn't available to play. Which is interesting. Um, I think the Bravka's like cup tied or something because we sent the Bravka back to them 
So they've got their third choice goalkeeper. I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately. Um, but we'll see how that gets on. I'm expecting a win. Uh, Newcastle have not been on the greatest form recently. They did lose to Liverpool 2-0 yesterday. But can't write them off. We can't just we can't just go in thinking uh, that we've automatically won this game. As a cup final, the stakes will be different to your average Premier League game. It's a big, big, big game. Uh, probably, I would say probably our biggest game since that Europa League final. I mean, obviously we have some big games like the City game, uh, obviously Liverpool games, that type of stuff. Um, this is a massive, massive game. Can we finally, finally end our stupid trophy drought of six years? 2017 Europa League with Jose Mourinho was the last one. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, in terms of, you know, we're still in the FA Cup, we're still in the Europa League, I would say we are in the title race, you know, City slipped up yesterday, we got some points, so we gained some ground on them, um, you know, the, 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 see that's the thing, the Carabao Cup, very much in our hands, all we got to do is win, FA Cup, Europa League, all you got to do is keep winning games. Premier League title isn't necessarily in our hands because even if we could win every single game for the rest of the season, but if Arsenal or Man City do the same thing, one of those two will win it. So uh, still very much hoping we can win the league if if that's possible. I know there's going to be a lot of games still in all four competitions. One of them's going to get knocked off the list next weekend. Um, but I'm confident. I'm very, very confident. Um, yeah, it's just what Ten Hag's managed to do with his team so far is is, is amazing, I think. So... Yeah, um, but anyway, we got a game between now and that big cup final, which is the Thursday game. Join me for that, and uh, of course our other podcast as well. Uh, but write in, let me know what you think of the situation with Manchester United. Are you looking forward to next week's cup game? Um, hopefully we can bring it home. Hopefully we certainly can. Big, big game. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page, information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main live podcasts, and podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. You can let other people know about what we do and where they can find it, either by just telling them or using social media. Uh, $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, TV and film news over on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, uh, for renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, all that type of stuff. Uh, Bex over on Twitch, TrustedBYTES for retro chat, game streams, and other things. Me over on Twitch at eTalkUK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. I'll see you either on the next podcast or uh, for Thursday's game. See you then. Cheers for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>